Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, welcome back to the Legend of Zelda Lorecast. I am your host, just Ariel. What the heck? <laughs> Too slow. Well, who am I? I don't know. <laughs> How did you get into my house? Shush. I am Aaron, the other host of the Lozilla Lorecast. <laughs> Fine, Ariel. What are we talking about today? Um, I, sorry, I only answer to just Ariel. Okay, just Ariel. We are talking about the last game in the child timeline. We're here, Ariel. We're finally at the end of a timeline. <laughs> only one, though. <laughs> we got two more to go. But yes, Four Swords Adventures. Let's go. I've been so excited to talk about this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, before you dive into the plot, I have some little fun little facts here. I guess fun little facts. Do tell. So, Four Swords Adventures is the 11th main installment of the LZ series. Number 11. 11. It's a good number. <laughs> Because it's odd. It was released in Japan on March 18th, 2004. And the US on June 7th, 2004. So that was from March to June. It was released for the GameCube. It was rated E, action adventure. E for everyone. <laughs> it is single and multiplayer. If you have friends. This is why, you know, Aaron didn't play it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So it incorporates a graphical style combining four swords and a link to the past. Huh. It is the only console Zelda title to date to incorporate multiplayer elements into its main campaign. Main campaign. True. It's the only title to break locations and temples up into separate stages and levels that can be replayed after beating them. Huh. Yeah, because of the different stages in the game. Yeah. Breaks up the... It is. Because technically speaking, Four Swords didn't have dungeons and levels it was just all dungeons that you just dungeon crawled and yeah it was replayable but you never got really the same dungeon twice huh never thought about that one so the game is heavily inspired by the music graphics and locations of a link to the past yeah i can see that It received generally positive reviews from critics. 
Game Revolution was more critical, though, citing the mix of sprites and particle effects as feeling inconsistent and the requirement of the Game Boy Advance and the link cable for multiplayer. Yeah, that was kind of a huge buzzkill. Because of this game, I had to go out and buy three more link cables just so my friends could play with me at the time. I was a little upset. But you didn't have friends. I mean, I never had friends. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. So it holds a meta score of 86 and user score of 7.4 on Metacritic. I can't wait to get to see what Link The Legend of Zelda 2 has. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I can't wait. So the last little thing I have here, it's the least successful game selling only around 937,000 copies. Honestly, I count that up for the Game Boy Advance multiplayer aspect. I feel like a lot of that had to do a lot to do with it. Probably, yeah. And honestly, aside from the link cable, I feel like it was because it was like released in the middle of the GameCube's life cycle where a lot of other major titles were coming out. I mean, I feel like there was a lot of contributing factors to the reason this game did not do as well with the fans as it did with the critics. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. And the final reason, in my belief, is because Four Swords, as good of a game as it was, it kind of left a bad taste in everybody's mouth because of how short it was. And I feel like everybody expected Four Swords Adventures to be the same way. Possibly. I'd be interested to figure out what the actual reasons contributed to it are. Next episode, Ariel. (laughs) Okay. Will, are you ready to dive into the plot? I'm going to try to do this as... uh, storyboardy as I can. Are you ready for this? <laughs> I can't wait. <clears throat> so, the plot to Four Swords Adventures. On a dark, mysterious, and dreary night that wasn't that mysterious and dreary, an ominous cloud hung high over Hyrule. Okay, alright. <laughs> so, it was a dark night, and there was a spooky ominous cloud that hung high over Hyrule. And this caused a lot of panic in the people. So Princess Zelda called upon her trusty childhood friend, Link, to escort her to check up on the Four Sword. Because she had a fear the legendary evil Vati could potentially escape because the seal had weakened. However, when you get into the castle, uh, you meet up with six maidens and their whole purpose in this game is to protect Hyrule as well as watch over the Four Sword Sanctuary. So when you get there, Zelda and the maidens summon a nice little portal to the sanctuary and before anybody even gets to walk through that lovely little portal that was made our first villain appears none other than the dark link seals the six maidens away right off the bat in a dark crystal oh and Zelda's there too (laughs) so yeah, Zelda for ma- or the six maidens immediately sealed into a dark crystal by Dark Link, and then Dark Link jumps into the portal. So you're left there as Link. You're like, oh my god, what do I do? Oh, the only thing left to do, walk into the portal. So <laughs> Link walks into the portal, arrives at the sanctuary, and Dark Link taunts you. That's right, he messes with you, and then Link pulls out the four sword because Dark Link's the whole time is just like 
No, you won't pull the four sword. You won't pull the four sword. Just taunting you into doing it. So Link does it. He says, watch me. I'm a big tough Link. <laughs> so immediately upon pulling it out, you split into your four links and Vati's seal is broken. Vati slowly creeps out. His crazy, kooky, maniacal, dark, evil laugh emits and you don't even get a chance Dark Link whisks away and it's solely because of Vati and you're left there uh, unconscious <laughs> so then we actually progress into the adventure so first person that wakes you up that's right another is the Legend of Zelda game where you have to be woken up but this time it's by Kapora Gabora. No, no, no making fun of me because I pronounced it right or I waited for you. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to make fun of you when you pronounce it right? You're supposed to make fun of me all the time, apparently. <laughs> uh, so Kabora Gabora wakes all four links and then he informs you that... Hey, FYI, Vati's out. Uh, terrible things are going down, and you got to fix this. So tells you, you got to fix fix this by rescuing the six maidens a first. So then he calls Dark Link Shadow Link, and says that Shadow Link has spread absolute chaos across Hyrule, scorching villages, and then throwing them into the dark world. So he's causing all kinds of crazy. So then you travel all across Hyrule where you witness all of the chaos that Vati and Shadow Link have brought down upon it. And your whole tasking for the first half of this game is to capture force gems in order to power up the force sword to gain power to repel evil and release the dark seals placed by Vati. So that's your whole tasking in the first half. So we go through this. First maiden we rescue, Green Maiden. She tells you about the royal jewels. So you got to get these four royal jewels to uh, reach the realm of the heavens. And that's where Zelda's being held at. So they were divided amongst the four knights of Hyrule. The ones who incredibly bravely defended Hyrule. But they disappeared. So, of course, conveniently, we have to go look for them again. <laughs> um, so eventually you go looking around and you find out. Um, wow, they were cursed and thrown into the dark world. So time for the dark world. At this point in the game, we learned that it might not actually be Vati that's behind all of this chaos, but somebody else, somebody might actually be using Vati for their own personal evil gains. So once you get to the part of Hyrule, which has been transformed into the Dark World, you discover from the White Maiden that there was a dark mirror in which an ancient tribe was sealed. Hmm. What does that sound like? Are you afraid of the dark? I was thinking more of, you know, the um, the whole war that happened. No. No, I'm pretty sure it was an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> Fine. I'll leave that to the listeners to interpret. <laughs> so, yeah, you find out about this ancient tribe that was sealed away and the mirror was being kept away from the world in the forest temple. Hmm. In the forest temple. Weird. We've heard that before, before too. So you go there because it's believed that this is the source of shadow links because shadow links are everywhere. It's not just one. It's multiple. So we find out that this is potentially the source of the shadow links. And at this point, whispers spread to the king of darkness named Ganon. That's right. He knows about you. <laughs> so we go from here. We reach the temple where the mirror is being held. And then we get our beliefs confirmed at this point. 
it is in fact gone. It's been stolen. So the Red Maiden is rescued here and then reveals that she knows of a man named Ganon. Sorry, Ganondorf of the Gerudo tribe. Wait, you said it wrong. Ganondork? Ganondork. Oh my gosh, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> so the Red Maiden reveals the name Ganondorf of the Gerudo tribe. However, finds it unlikely that he is the cause of the recent events. So, travel to the desert, find out from the peaceful Gerudo tribe that Ganondorf recently broke the laws and left the sacred pyramids. Following his footsteps, you find out that Ganondorf has obtained a powerful ancient weapon that has made him the king of darkness. That's right. You didn't think it could get even worse, but it does. <laughs> so after all of this, you finally rescue all six maidens and head towards the tower's location that has been cursed by none other than the power of darkness. Hmm, weird. King of darkness cursed the tower? Hmm. All, I'm, all I heard was Ganon Dork is the king of darkness. That's all I heard. I really thought you were going to go for a Stephen King reference here and go for the dark tower. He's not cool enough for the dark tower. <laughs> the man in black fled across the desert. And the sword singer followed. What kind of Spanish are you speaking? That's like <laughs> the first sentence of the gunslinger, the dark tower. <laughs> Except it's gunslinger. I said sword singer. Sword slinger. Because Link is a sword oh, singer. I'm so done with you. <laughs> anyway, at this point, we are going to make it across to Frozen Hyrule. We're going to be pushing through the snowstorm. And we also have to note, at this point, we have three of the four royal jewels that we need. And all six maidens, like I've said before. We push through the snowstorm and we liberate the final knight, who tells us we have to save Zelda. No, duh. And we have to save Hyrule from the darkness. Uh, no, duh. <laughs> After giving us the last royal jewel, the Tower of Winds is called forth, and we have to use the power of the jewels to enter the Realm of Heavens. Once you get all the way to the top of the tower, Princess Zelda is finally rescued. However, the, the four links make this point their final battle with none other than the Shadow Link, the final doppelganger. And they secure the dark mirror here. Princess Zelda then uses her powers to create a rainbow bridge that allows them to enter the Palace of Winds. Inside, we fight Vati. So after, the, after you defeat Vati, the Palace of Winds starts to collapse because it's relied on magic to keep it afloat. And Vati gone, the magic is bye-bye. So once you retreat back down, you hear the voice of Ganondorf, who mocks Vati for basically failing. <laughs> so once you get all the way down through the Tower of Winds, it collapses, and just before you reach the exit, you fall down a hole into a dark room. So you just, you just, uh, you're just there and you don't make it out. Ganondorf then appears and Zelda attempts to try to seal him away, but of course fails because we have to fight our big boy Ganondorf. And then Zelda's taken captive again. After this, Ganondorf takes the form that he's most notorious for, the big angry pig. And then you fight Ganon. Much like any of the other Ganon fights have gone, halfway through the fight, you free Zelda. Zelda combines her powers with the Six Maidens, and then Ganon is sealed away into the Four Sword. 
after which we cheer, we 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 all sing praise, and we return our four sword all the way back to the sanctuary again. And once again, you become a single link. At that point, the six maidens and Zelda form a pyramid barrier around the four sword so that no one can get to it again. After which everyone goes outside and begins to celebrate because once again, Hyrule is at peace. The end. <laughs> oh, I'm awake now. <laughs> Shush. I tried to tell it like a novella. <laughs> novella? Yeah, I said that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, basically, long story short, Vati gets out of the four sword. We get duped into picking up the four sword. We become four links. We go through this crazy adventure where we have to save all six maidens and basically free four knights gathering the royal jewels to finally get to the final boss fight, fight Vati to then fall into a plummeted pit of darkness. Well, sorry, we fight Shadow Link, then we fight Vati, then we fight Ganondorf, once again, sealing the four sword away. So, moral of the game, don't fall for taunts. Yes, because you get, you, you fall for those an awful lot here. <laughs> I think it's also important to note that each one of the links has their own emotion, which I love about this game. We'll get into it when we get into the actual game and the characters and stuff. But I, I love that they each have their own emotion in this. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That's all we got for the uh, the plot. Yep. So with that being said, Ariel, should we go to our med break? Let's go. Well, here we are in the middle of the episode, Ariel. Yup. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we do here at the middle episode? First. First? First. Um, it's awful middly in here. Okay, second. I walked then, into that one. Then <laughs> we thank our wonderful, awesome, amazing patrons. Such as our Golden Goddess level patrons, Nerdy Biker, Dragon Knight, Jeremy Kelly, Kex, and Maple Flapjacks. And then, of course, we can't forget our Hyrule Royalty patrons, Hylian Riot, James Becker, Nightfall, and then our Sheikah-level patrons, Bird's Eye View Entertainment, Fulgrimir, Jedi Link, Solid Me Boy, The Seven Sins, The Tangle Factor 85, Venomous Duck, We Are Legion, and Wolf Warrior 1869. Then, our Kokiri patrons, Finn Richens, Jumanji, Nebula Echo, Preston Balagad, and Remington Cloutier. And then we have our fairy patrons, Alan Margato, Christopher Green, Din Lionel, I said it right this time, <laughs> Doug Leamy, Hero of Time, and Rainbow Marvel. So thank you to our lovely patrons, because without you... It would be really, 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 really hard to keep this podcast going. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for all your support. Yes, thank you, patrons. We do greatly appreciate it. And thank you, listeners, because you are also awesome. And without you, we wouldn't have a show. We wouldn't? No. Mm, no. <laughs> Uh, so, Ariel, before we get into the things we brought, I have a special announcement to make. Mm, no. Too bad. <laughs> so, first off, I have to say, I goofed. I should have told everyone we're going to have a late release on this week's episode. Uh, so, I'm telling everyone now, hey, by the way, this is a late release. Don't worry, we'll be back on the normal, regular schedule. I just forgot to tell everyone we we're going to release this one a little late. Uh, <laughs> should have announced that last episode. Anyway, I feel like it's kind of obvious at this point because you know, <laughs> two days later, 
listen, I messed up, okay? I'll take full blame for that one. <laughs> so, however, I do have some actual exciting news here. Um, we've been talking for months now about sending off to our Chica level patrons and above the uh, some of the amiibos. And the time has come. If you have received an email from me, patrons, I need a response by no later than Saturday, hopefully fingers crossed, so I can get these orders placed so you can get your new Tears of the Kingdom Amiibos. There you go. We're ready to go. We're shipping them off. We're ready to go. <laughs> Let's get it. That's my announcement. Yay! Cue confetti sound effect. <laughs> uh, with that being said, Ariel, what'd you bring for the mid-break? My sarcasm. Oh, it's always lovely. <laughs> yeah, some people think so. I do too. <laughs> so, actually, it's, it's pretty cool looking. So, merch, of course. And this is from Etsy from... Sparrow's Views. And it is Legend of Zelda Four Swords Adventure Green Rhinestone Four Sword Keychain. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, you okay. can have your very own Four Sword Keychain. That thing is legit and I want one. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It looks like you could have gotten a regular style or misfit keychains, but the misfit keychains is sold out. So you can just get the regular, and the price is sixteen ninety nine. That's not a bad price. No, not at all. It's better than the price I have here, or is it? Uh, <laughs> I actually really, really want one of those. So just a little bit more info here. The weight is 1.2 ounce, so it's not like super heavy. And... The length is approximately 7.25 inches. Ooh. Because I know, like, I know I have issues with, like, heavy keychains. It's kind of, I don't yeah. like it because weight. But, so it doesn't seem like it's too heavy. No, it's, it seems like a pretty good keychain. It looks nice, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I will have the link for that in the show notes. So, Ariel. What? Uh, I brought something super cool, and I want it really bad. <laughs> Today, I brought Zelda Tears of the Kingdom RGB LED glow-in-the-dark custom pro controller from Etsy. Okay, continue. I'm interested. Coming at you from the creator, Game Cosmos. So, what this is, is a custom LED controller. It is so sick looking. You've got... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to describe it the best way I can. So, the pro handles are gold. And it has a massively... Just... The design, I cannot... I just... I cannot say in words. There are you no just words. Cannot. I just cannot. There are just no words for this. The design is extremely elegant, very much a Tears of the Kingdom design. We have the green glow, the eerie green glow of the spirit. You know, it, it's it's just so good. It's so good looking. So the main color, the backer color is black. You have a tribal looking Hyrulean crest on the front course at the tippy top featuring none other than the triforce it's it's just lovely the whole controller has a bunch of leds if if anything go check out the link when i put it when we put it in the show notes but i've talked it up enough price tag on this bad boy 179.99 it's pretty pricey Ouch. yeah pretty pricey but it keep in mind it is a custom design controller does have a lot of things going on for this. The glow in the dark, the LEDs, the, the gold. It's just a lot going on for this. However, there are some little additions you can have. So the basic model is $179.99. Then you can do a 16 button remap 
for $219.99. Or you can do an 18 button remap for twenty for $229.99. Now the buttons are remapped on the back, so you get the back quick reaction buttons and stuff. It's pretty cool. It's a little on the pricey side, in my opinion, for the button remappings, but for the main controller, it's it's a custom controller. So you get what you pay for on that. But that is all I got for today's mid break. Uh, tons of good reviews on this one. It's I, I want it. It's nice. <laughs> but yeah, we'll have the link for that in the show notes. So, Ariel. I promised last episode that we would do double the review reads. Are you ready for this? Let's go. We're going to do a rapid read from Spotify because Google or because uh, Apple's still not working. I'm going to have to reach out to Apple. I don't know what's going on there. So we're going to go off of the episode that just came out. Links crossbow training. We got a lot of reviews on that one. So let's shoot off right from the top. We have Korok space program. <laughs> I love LOZ, but this takes it to another level. You are the best LOZ pod out there, and I am so pleased I found you. Please read my comment from episode 50. I couldn't find the comment, so I'll have to go back through and digging. But don't worry, I've read this one. (laughs) So the next one comes to us from Colton. Another amazing episode. Link's crossbow training is such an arcade-like game, but since it's LOZ, it is still such a good game to play at home. Great job, Jest, Ariel, and amazing Aaron. Haha. <laughs> I mean, that's got a nice ring to it. Just Ariel. Just Ariel. I kind of <laughs> like that, actually. So the next review comes to us from Ghost. That's an exclamation point. <laughs> great episode. Great podcast. Great people. That, that was simple, straight and to the point. <laughs> I like it. Next one comes to us from Art God. Link with bows and bombs is too OP. Savage, lime, bow, and ancient arrows. I believe so. I believe it is a little OP. Next one is Solid Me Boy. <laughs> Link's crossbow may have been dis- disappointing as far as getting a full-fledged sequel, but as a target practice game, it was honestly really good. So I really enjoyed this episode. Honestly, I we talked about it. It's canon, not canon. It's it's weird. It's sequel, not sequel. It's just kind of hanging out there in Limbo Land. It's a weird one. It just kind of is. It just kind of is. <laughs> so the next one comes from Nerdy Monkey. Oh God, Link's Crossbow Training, my favorite LOZ game. To each their own. Yeah. <laughs> next one comes to us from Michael Barnes. Welcome back, all missed. Welcome back, all missed you both so much. You all got me out of a rut. I was in for a for a year. You guys are the best. Love you both very much. Oh, well, I'm glad we can get you out of rut. We're back. Don't worry, we'll get you out of all the ruts. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> Next one is I am OP. Thanks for making a new episode, guys. LOZ holds a special place in my heart because it really helps me with my depression. I'm so excited for the LOZ movie that is coming out. I know. I know. I know. I'm waiting to talk about it in one of our podcasts. Um, We may make a special patron episode about that one. What do you think? Perhaps. Perchance. So the next one, I'm pretty sure, is a shout out. Somebody wants a shout out. So... Uh, Van Dyke kids, shout out to Hudson County. (laughs) That's all the comment says. (laughs) Hmm. Shout out to Hudson County. (laughs) So next one comes from us from Toil3. Great pod. Y'all are awesome. Also thought you might want to know that I am learning the LOZ main theme on piano. And oh boy, is it a toughie, as Aaron would say. Stay healthy. Love you guys. Keep it up. Oh, that is awesome. I bet you will nail it. Uh, I want to hear it. (laughs) Same. I am super excited for them. I want to hear this. (laughs) So next one comes to us from, I'm going to try to pronounce this. You ready? Destiny. 
I mean, I, I think that's what it says. <laughs> Weekly releases again. Yes. Yes, we're back. Don't worry. We're not leaving you anymore. We love you. Do you know how creepy you sound? <laughs> I was giving you a kiss. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Next one is Rowan. Yeah, new episode. That's right. We're back. Coolman64 says, let's go. I'm loving these. The, the Spotify ones are always just so short, sweet, but simple to the point. Zelda King, I've been dying to see one of these. Thank you. And this is reference to, once again, the episode for crossbow training. And finally, we have Fluff. Sorry, Frulf Lump Luberg. I, I, I'm really bad at pronouncing names. <laughs> Another great episode. It's always worth the wait. It brings me back when the first six episodes were out listening to them over and over again. It's just great to see the massive improvement. Oh, we try. We, we're tryhards here. Tryhards. <laughs> tryhards. <laughs> we're tryhards here. <sighs> so that is it for our episode reviews on Spotify. Uh, don't worry if you've left reviews and Apple and emails. Emails will be next week. I'm going to do email readings next week because you got a lot to catch up on. And I think I'm actually going to just start responding to the emails because I feel so bad that they just kind of sit in limbo land for a while. I do read your emails. We do appreciate them immensely. I share them with Ariel when we get them. Don't worry. We're seeing your emails. Um, it's just a lot of people send in a lot of mail all the time and it's hard to keep up. So I think we're going to do this bouncing back and forth thing. We're going to go Spotify, Apple, and emails. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. So that's it. That's our fan reviews for this week. Thank you, everybody who sent them in. We love you so much. That being said, this is the end of the mid-break, Ariel. Yeah, except for where I talk about our sponsors. I'm oh. just diving right into it because mid-break is already super long. Yes. So whistle on over to STL Ocarina. Use our promo code LOZLORE10 and save 10% off a beautiful ocarina. Absolutely beautiful. Then roll on over to Fanroll Dice. Use our promo code AllMightyC10, which is ALL Mighty, the letter C and 10, and save 10% off your purchase of really, really awesome dice. Or a dice tray, or a dice tower, or a dice bag, all dice accessories. If you can think of it and it's related to dice, they probably have it. So then switch on over to Nixie Gaming. Use our promo code LOZLORE and save yourself 10% off switch accessories such as docking station or cables or cases or controllers. And they have their new things, the GameCube controllers. And they have the new color pumpkin orange. Yeah, so save yourself 10% off. Then, stealth on over to the Cloak and Dagger Company. Use our promo code LOZLORE10 and save yourself 10% off some awesome, awesome merch. They have cloaks and tunics and caps and just a whole bunch of really, really awesome handmade stuff. They really do, though. Yes. So definitely stealth over there and save yourself 10% off. Then, last but not least, zoom on over to W Energy. Use our promo code FUMBLING4, which is FUMBLING and the number 4. Save yourself 10% off their energy drinks. Now, they have the tubs of powder that have about 30 servings in them. And they have dubs and Galaxy Grenade and Beach and Peach and a whole bunch of ridiculously hilarious names of energy drinks with no crash or jitters. Just an FYI, for Black Friday, they are releasing the Pomblom Energy. <laughs> it's an exclusive limited time release. It's the Pomblom Energy. And it is... Let's see here. Pomegranate Blossom is the flavor. Pomblom. Pomblom. 
these names, I swear, they're the best. <laughs> I love it. It's uh, pomegranate and cherry blossom flavor. Pom blum. Pom blum. <laughs> so, yeah, that is it for our sponsors. Well, with that being said, let's go to the end of the episode. <laughs> Here we are at the end of the episode, Ariel. And in here. <laughs> what do you got for us? Uh, are you ready? I had fun with these ones. I mean, I always have fun with my interpretations, but these ones specifically, I had a lot of fun. So I hope you're ready. I'm ready. I'm not going to know what any of these things are either. I can already so, tell you. <laughs> so the first one I have is Laughing Red Sculptures. Um, I why did I want to say Skullchill? I got Skullchill on my I was talking to Kex about a theory. Um It's not Bemos, it's um it's the yeah, Armos. Mm-hmm. Red Armos. Yep, it's just Armos. <laughs> so <laughs> I have the red weeping angels. Oh, that I don't know. Armos Knights. Oh, dang it. I did know that. <laughs> if you look at them, they stay. But if you turn away from them, they start coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> An arrow to its eye will do this statue in. Bemos. Yep. Bemos. Oh, that's cool. Oh, look. A burning fused. Must buzz over to it. A ba bomb? Nope. Oh. A bee. Oh. <laughs> we forgot about the bees. <laughs> Attack fast, grow big. Attack slow, grow small. I have no idea. <laughs> Blue Octorok. Oh. <laughs> that one threw me off. <laughs> You're welcome. One eyed jumping insect thing. One eye jumping into oh I know what it is it's um ah they're not great of time too um they're actually in a lot of games um it's the first one that came to mind I don't know blue tektite dang it yes tektite <sighs> explosive blue and green guardsman um dang it I know this one too you're gonna say it go ahead. <laughs> Bomb soldier. Yeah. Explosive. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna shoot these projectiles hiding in the grass. I don't know. Bow soldier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you cut through the grass, you can get rid of their little mm -hmm. hiding spot. Very reminiscent also of um, a certain other game that we'll talk about in the future. So, just gonna have to avoid these annoying obstacles. Spikes. Nope. Oh. Bubble. Oh. That was creative. <laughs> <laughs> Shockingly close to a choo-choo. Shockingly. Is it a yellow choo-choo? Nope. A shock bubble? Nope. Oh, is it the... Oh, yeah, I, I can't remember the name of it. It's the one... They were in Majora's Mask, weren't they? Buzz Blobs. No, they weren't. That's not what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> My sound bites are recycled from Super Mario 64. Okay, before we... Before you name what it is, is that actually true for this thing? Yes, that is 100% true. I don't know. Chain Chomp. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's why I had fun with some of these. Like I forgot about the Chain Chomps. I found some really interesting facts when I was coming up with my interpretations. So, Another cameo from the Mario series. Ba bomb Nope. Oh, really? Cheap Cheap. Oh, Cheap Cheap. I forgot. See, I forgot all about these. If we were talking about Link's Awakening, it would have been, it would have been immediately changed up. 
The first appearance of Ugly Dark Shadows. Shadow Link? Nope. I don't know. Dark Stalfos. Oh, yes. Okay. See, I told you I wasn't going to get any of these. <laughs> so, oh, this is fun. The name given to the boulder after Chris punches it. I want to say Goron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris the Goron. No. It's not even close. No, it's no. Dead Rock. Oh, wow. That's so bad. <laughs> Known as Moldorms in the Shoga Kukin Guide. In the what? Shoga Kukin Guide. I have no idea. Devilent. I don't remember the Devilents. They're like ant, weird looking oh, worm ants. Oh, yes. Things. Okay. Devil I just ants. called them ants. <laughs> My LOZ memory. It's been so long since I played this game. <laughs> okay. I might even have trouble pronouncing this. So. Tricera Rhino Lizekos. No idea, but that name is great. Dodongo. Oh, really? They look like a triceratops, a rhinoceros, a lizard, a gecko. Like it's there's oh. so many different things it looks like. So I just named it Tricerorhino Lizekos. I feel like that should be a t-shirt design for the Lorecast. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, Ariel's interpretation corner. <laughs> Tricerorhino Lizekos. Ooh. Not to be confused with Eeyore. A donkey? <laughs> no. Igor. <laughs> oh my. Really? <laughs> you, you went there. You went for the dad joke. <laughs> Can't kill me, but you can give me five. Is it a uh, dead hand? No. Oh, I don't know. Floor master. Son of a... Get it? Give me five because it's a hand. <sighs> They're not called dead hands. They're called floor. Aaron, get your <laughs> stuff together. <laughs> so now we're bringing Star Wars into LOZ. Oh, I have no idea on that one. Ewok? <laughs> a force like. Oh, yeah. That was a weird one. Yeah. That was a weird one <laughs> So a large animated Sith gem. Sith as in Star Wars, just to kind of help you out there. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of it. Force Soldier. Dang it. I'm failing miserably at these. It wasn't too bad at crossbow training. I'm failing miserably at these ones. <laughs> so constant cold stares. As in, like, looking at you stairs. Constant cold stares. Well, it's not the night, Armos. Uh, I have no idea. Frost eye. Oh, frost eye. Cold stares? Yep. Frost eye? During the part where high roll. Yep. Okay. And I'm really bad at this. <laughs> Watch out for the quicksand. That one I don't know. Geldman. Which one were those? They hide in the quicksand. Oh, yeah. Okay. Get you. You'd think I'd get that from your... I'm bad. I'm really bad. <laughs> Flying blue flashlights. Blue bubbles? Nope. The guineas. Oh, the guineas. Man, I get good. Get good, Aaron. <laughs> Zombie mummy also in green. Uh that one's um Oh come on, zombie mummies. I know it's I was just researching these. Um Gibdo. Yup. Uh, you see, I've got too many of these monster names in my head. <laughs> Aimlessly wandering arachnopes. Arachnopes. Uh that would be Sculptula. Nope. No. No. What are these? 
I'll give you a hint. It was in Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, no. What is those things called? I know what you're talking about now. Uh, nope. It's gone. Gomas. Gomas. I was thinking, too. I was like, Goma. Ba- I was th- what I was thinking was Boss. It was in Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, and then I just brain farted. <laughs> <laughs> so a mix between a worm and a beaver. A weaver? No. <laughs> that, that was a good guess, though. A green lever. A lever. <laughs> I really thought they were. I, I was so close to the name. I honestly thought that's what their name was. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so I have construction insects. That one, I have no clue. Hard hat beetles. That's why I have no idea. Hard hat beetles construction. If you don't have a creative name like Gibdo, then I'm not gonna remember it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Explosive Cyclops Ogres. Mm. No hints on this one. It's in Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, oh, um, um Cyclops when I Mm-hmm. It's um they love sleeping. Uh, Hinox. Yep. Hinoxes. So, alone or in a swarm, still annoying bats. Oh, that one is the... Uh, oh, God. Why did I forget the name? Uh, Keys. Yep. <laughs> and in this game, you can get them alone or in a swarm. They have, like, swarm keys. So. Oh, very reminiscent of Tears of the Kingdom here, huh? Mm. Oh, I, I guess and Breath of the Wild had them in swarms. Yeah. So, slithering nopes. A snake. Nope. <laughs> I don't know that. Moldorm. Oh, dang it. I'm fired. <laughs> For somebody who loves Legend of Zelda as much as I do, I get all of these wrong quite often. <laughs> Let's play a carnival game. Whack a nope. Is it the, uh, nope. Nope, just go ahead. Mole. I thought it would be easy. Whack, it's a carnival game. Whack a mole. Yeah, whack a nope. Because I couldn't say whack a mole because it would give it away. So. For me, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Why not mix a penguin and an alligator? Penguin gator. <laughs> I mean, you're close. I don't remember the name of this. Pen gator. Pen gator. You were really close. I was like, if it isn't penguin, gator, I don't know what it was. But I remember it was penguin and gator in the name. Sentient ground tentacles. Oh, these are... um. I almost said Roper from D&D. That's not it at all. Nope, it's gone. <laughs> Popo. The Popo. <laughs> you think out of all the names, I would have remembered that one. <laughs> Let's change the color of spitting octopuses. Oh, that's all of the other Octoroks. I'm looking for specific color. What was this game? This one was red? Nope. Because we had blue already. Mm -hmm. Was it the white ones? No, this is purple. I'll give it to you. Dang it. Purple. Oh, that's right. Not a good idea to have as a pet. Specifically from this game. Any any enemy from the Legend of Zelda series? (laughs) Yes. Also, rat. (laughs) <laughs> I think we might have some listeners that disagree with you there. No, that's why I said specifically from this game. Like rats are oh. good pets <laughs> and they're cute and I do like rats. Not wild rats, like house pet rats I like. Yeah, but yeah. um so I said specifically from this game. Combustible rats. Is it fire rats? You've been saying this name for a very long time today. And when it comes up, you're like, meh. 
Oh my. I don't know. I brain. Bomchu. Red Bomchu. Son of a gun. <laughs> You've been saying Bomchu forever. <laughs> Bomchu. Is it a Bomchu? Bomchu. 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 Is it a Bomchu? And then when it is, well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you, the rat threw me off. Okay, so here's another fun one. Possibly connected to my favorite tentacle monster in D&D. I did. I want to say Roper. Getting close. The Roper is my favorite tentacle monster in D&D. Is it the Grapper? Nope. I don't remember the name. Ropa. Ropa. That's right. I knew it was something close to the Roper. The next one I have is Rope Nopes. You keep doing these nopes. It throws me off. I have no idea. Rope, which is the snake. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Rope nope. You've never heard a snake being called a rope nope? I have been. I heard it, but I didn't. The nope throws me off. (laughs) Hey, it's Mr. Krabs. (laughs) Gosh, I know this one, too. It's the... (sighs) Nope. I'm not even going to... It's a sand crab. Yep. See, that's the thing that throws me off with Legend of Zelda series. Some of them got weird names, and then some of them got, like, these completely normal, like, this is a rat. This is a sand crab. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, just another annoying sea creature to avoid. Loch Ness. Why would you want to avoid Loch Ness? (laughs) Sea creature. No, it's a sea urchin. Sea urchin. I should have got that one. That was from, yep. Mm, I'm doing terrible. What, I got like six tonight? <laughs> Maybe. So, tricky main character and recurring enemy. Oh, um. Main character. Come on now. Is it Shadow Link? It is Shadow Link. That's what I thought. I did, it was too easy, but I, did, I, I don't know. You, you're being tricksy. You're being tricksy. <laughs> All right, zombie skeletons. Um, um, um. Stolfos. Yep. Still annoying jumping insect thing. Tectite. Yep, tectite. I just want to let you know, a little background information here. I couldn't actually say that name for three years. Tectite? It, it threw me off for whatever reason. I just kept saying tick tight. Like tick tight. Tick tack? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> for three years. And people just let me call it that. <laughs> oh, boy. So, excellent hockey pucks. Oh. It's the... It's the thing in the ice world, right? Mm-hmm. Um... That they use for hockey pucks. I keep wanting to say spike, but it's not spike. I have no idea. Terrapins. Terrapins. Yep. See, I know when you name these things, a lot of them I know what it looks like. I just cannot think of the name. So next one is gonna bop you on the head. Bull. (laughs) Gonna bop you on the head. No idea. Thwomp. Thwomp. That's more of a crash you on the head. Diving roadkill eaters. Vultures. Yep. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Thing returns. Dead hand? No. No, it's not called dead hand. I never remember what this thing's called. Wallmaster. Wallmaster. It's Floormaster and Wallmaster. I always just call it dead hand. <laughs> you better get this one. Wiznopes. Uh, Wizrobes. Yep. So the next one is don't experience a gel phase. A gel phase. Uh, is it... Um, you said it earlier. Choo-choo's? Mm-mm. Ah. Azole. Azole. What are those? Oh! Yeah, in Four Swords, they don't go through a gel phase. That's well, Four what... Swords Adventures, sorry. I always thought those were like a callback to 
my neighbor Totoro. The soot sprites? No. <laughs> no. And no. <laughs> so the last one, the last interpretation I have. Not the sweet, peaceful fish people we've come to love. Zora. Yeah. They're enemies in this. I know. Boo. <laughs> I know. But those are my interpretations of the enemies of Four Sword Adventures. And I got stumped on 90% of them. <laughs> oh, gosh. So before we end the episode, I brought something else. Oh, okay. So I have some trivia. Let's go. Some little fun facts on Four Swords Adventures. So Four Swords Adventures, like Four Swords, has no option of choosing a name for Link. Oh yeah, it doesn't. Yup. So it's the only two-dimensional Zelda game to feature members of the Gerudo tribe besides Twin Rova and Ganondorf. Is it? Yeah, two-dimensional, yeah. Yeah? No, it is, yeah. I never even thought about that. It is the first two-dimensional console Zelda title since A Link to the Past. Yes. Unlike traditional Zelda games, acquired items can't be kept. The four Links can only have one secondary item at a time and must sacrifice one secondary item for another. And power bracelets and heart containers are only used for one stage. Yeah, and it was a real buzzkill for all of that. <laughs> really screamed Resident Evil Zero to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so hidden in the game's files is a streaming audio file named smw.ast. Playing it with the appropriate Windamp plugins will reveal that the file is actually the Super Mario Brothers theme. Specifically, the secret theme found in Super Mario World. Oh, that's cool. I know. Contrary to popular belief, the Navi Trackers mode was released outside of Japan, but only in South Korea. This is because the Korean version was a repackaging of the Japanese version, with only the region coding change and the outer box art and a card explaining controls translated. Man. See, that's going to be one I have not played. It's going to be like Rupees, you know, Tingle's Rupee Land and stuff. I have never played Trackers, so it's going to be real hard to talk about Trackers. <laughs> Despite the fact that all translations for the PAL version was finished in October. The game didn't see its way to Europe until early January of 2005. Wow, that's such a long time. Mm -hmm. A possible reason for this is so that the game didn't compete with sales with the Minish Cap, which in turn was released pre-Christmas in Europe because it would not cannibalize Nintendo DS sales. Yeah, it makes sense. I think that's another reason why it didn't perform as well is because it came out like almost right after Minish Cap. Okay, so the last little fact I have here, it's an interesting one. Dummy data within the game implied that the original plot line was intended to tie into the imprisoning war that was alluded to in A Link to the Past. Most of these were cut due to Shiru Miyamoto suggesting a, a simpler plot. I mean, I would have... I would have been okay with it, though. Honestly. I would have been okay if it was a prisoning war kind of plot line. My opinion would be, I th like, I would think the game would have done better. 
giving it a more interesting plot like that. It would have answered a lot of unanswered questions, too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It, it would have been nice to have. I mean, I, I'm not upset that they didn't go that direction because he's not wrong, especially for this specific title with this art genre and everything else, because this art style got a lot of criticism when it first was released. So again, I, I get, there was a lot of things going on with this, but it would have been nice though, to get some answers about the imprisoning war. Yeah, definitely. So is that all your fun facts? That's it. From what I could find, I'm sure there's more out there. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode, Ariel. So what do we have on the agenda for next week? Next week, we have bosses and mini bosses. Bum, bum, bum. First, first words adventure. <laughs> well, on that note, because we have had a longer episode this round, I'm going to say... Hasta la vista, baby. Hasta la vista, baby. Get to the chapa. Oh, my gosh. You're you're on one tonight. <laughs> what I will say is uh, I am super excited to talk about some bosses next week. There's some really interesting ones in this one. Talk to the hand. Oh, my gosh. On that note, thank you all for listening. Tune in next week. Bye. Thank you all for listening to the Legend of Zelda Lorecast tonight. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. If you did, tell a friend, leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can chat with us all things Legend of Zelda on the Robots Radio Discord. Or you can get hold of us on our Twitter at LOZLorecast. Intro and outro are done by Bettinal Landscape. Links are in the show notes below. Till next time, dear listener, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. <laughs> <laughs>